0: Welcome to Cash Considerations, the podcast that takes you behind the Las Vegas sportsbook from the guys that actually work behind it. With your hosts, Allen Berg, Dave Sharapan, and Matoy Pearson.
1: All right, loyal listeners of the Cash Considerations podcast, welcome to the Tuesday night show. Uh, We had a little scheduling snafu yesterday, but we're back here Tuesday night. And I'm bringing in the boys... Uh, in transit right now, Allen Berg, A.B., you're good to go, buddy. Yep, just uh, heading
0: out for the night, enjoying the, uh, the big victory. Uh, not so much for the books, of course,
1: but uh, <laughs> as a fan, got to be happy. Oh, yeah. And uh, we got Lord Moe off a big night, and you got to even watch some hockey. How, how are you feeling, brother? <laughs> oh, man, I, I
2: feel like it could be better uh, personally from a drinking standpoint, but, um, uh, you know, as far as the nights, man, it was, uh, incredible to watch, uh, you know, the, the sweep. So, uh, I'm feeling pretty good off that alone right there, man. So, you know, good to, good to be back on the show.
1: Dude, as a, as a guy who, you know, grew up here, I mean, you're as local as local gets, um, is this just a different level of excitement for you with a team and, and here in town?
2: Yeah, yeah man. I mean, uh, uh you know, for uh, especially a person like me who hasn't really much uh watched much hockey in his time, uh, you know, something like this is very special. Uh, you know, the way that it kind of transpired uh from the unfortunate events how it began and then, you know, uh, you know, getting to this point uh sweeping a a team like the Kings is like a, a, a definitely uh, big for the history of the city uh, just as much as the team.
1: Yeah, dude. It's uh it's pretty incredible. I mean, having been through a couple Stanley Cup runs myself and, you know, growing up playing hockey and, and being a big part of my life, seeing this happen this fast is just um, – I, I can't even put it into words. And now I get to share it, you know, with my kids, and they're all caught up in it. The whole city's caught up in it. Everybody's wearing Vegas stuff, Golden Knights stuff. I mean, we had softball practice tonight couple of the kids were wearing Vegas Knights t-shirts and the coaches all had hats on I mean and we we had the game on at practice so it's just it's so much fun um I mean from a betting standpoint Al can you explain at all like what's going on with this
0: um there's nothing really to compare it to and just the sense of how like you said you know they, they had to put it together in year one So that side of it's just astonishing. But, um, you know, we like I said before on a couple shows I've done, we got really lucky that uh, we got to – we had a system update at Caesars. And so we couldn't put up the Stanley Cup futures until that was already handled. And uh, so we kind of dodged the bullet a little bit, I would say, with all the fives and tens that would have been crushing in on those.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of uh, a books and and you know management and people in town that are sweating some big liabilities on this thing, and um, you know it's again you don't outwardly root against the hometown team, but I mean I grew up around a lot of bookmakers, a lot of bookies, whatever. You, they always rooted against the home team, at least in the big game. So we got time, and that thing, you know, it, it happens. But uh, as far as the Stanley Cup playoffs, they look as good as anybody. They're four lines deep, and Flurry is playing better than he ever has Maybe. in his career right now. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's next. It looks like the Sharks are gonna are gonna close out their series in, in a game or two here against the Ducks. Would you say that's probably gonna happen now? I mean there's the, the Ducks aren't winning four straight, right?
0: Yeah, I mean they just got blasted eight to one. <laughs> I had kind of mentioned in my column, uh I didn't think the series was necessarily over, but it sure looks so sure looks over. Yeah. Um maybe the Ducks can pull it together for one game here, but uh Man, tough to bet on the Ducks right now. I mean, not saying you bet the Sharks, but, whew, embarrassing loss.
1: Yeah, and I don't know, in years past, I was always a big fan of playing on the team that got embarrassed like that, but they don't look like they have anything going. They got undisciplined, and it went completely off the rails in Game 3. All their top guys got, you know, Getzlov ended up getting a misconduct penalty, Kessler, all the guys that wear the C and the the A's on the team and uh, just took penalties, and they look done. So I don't know what they're going to say to come back and win a game and keep the series alive. But we we talked about it in our preview show before the playoffs. This is just what the doctor ordered for the Knights. We got a sweep of four-game series, and the team they're going to end up playing may get the same. So they won't get that long rest, but at least it's a short series. You need a short series. The Kings did it a few years ago and had all seven-game series. That's virtually impossible to do. You need at least one. So we're off to a good start. Um, we'll, we'll table the hob- hockey talk right now. We'll jump to the NBA because there's a lot of storylines working there. And I know that mo has been watching the NBA pretty closely. Um so what about <laughs> these Pelicans, dude?
2: What about these Pelicans? Yeah, no, they the Pelicans look good, man. And uh, um, you know they they didn't back down in Game One. Obviously, winning that one, I think we uh, uh, we were kind of all on the same page with the Pelicans. At least, you know, kind of hanging in there uh, in the series, not only in that game, uh, but I think they uh, they showed something else, man. Where where Davis was kind of getting held out late, uh, Drew Holiday came in and uh, he, he's kind of been a uh, the hero in the last couple of games defensively, guarding uh, McCollum and and Lillard, uh, but they look good, man. You know they, they get a chance to um, you know kind of sail it uh, go back home, and uh, I think Gentry's doing a, a good job with those guys, uh, keeping them intact, man. Especially uh, even Rondo, uh, <laughs> a name that we've known for years uh, from Boston and such and such, but uh, he's kind of handling his his, his weight too, uh, you know, with these two big wins in Portland.
1: Well, and, and to equate it like to the hockey, a little bit of parallel, you need everybody in these playoff right. series. And yep. a team like the Pelicans right now, you, your star can be your star, but your star can't be your star for the entire series. So you need help. Right. And they got it tonight. Um, that was an impressive win. I, I really thought that Portland was going to bounce back and at least get the W tonight, maybe not necessarily the cover. And um, – the Pelicans showed me something tonight. I, I think they're going to be a, a tough out. I, I don't think the series is over, but them winning the first two road games, I don't have the stats in front of me, but it doesn't look good now for the Trail Blazers to win this series. they got to win four out of five games, all the games on the road. I mean, uh, I don't know. Do you, I mean, would you would you bet this, this series to be over now, Al? Do you think the Pelicans can close this out?
0: um no the, the Blazers aren't done but the thing uh for me I mean last we talked I kind of felt like Portland would uh come out game one and, and be inspired by the home crowd and everything and their two stars could not make a basket no nope. um, Lillard and McCollum just brick after brick after brick and um and I'll tell you the biggest thing the biggest x-factor that has came alive for the Pelicans is the return of playoff Rondo
2: yeah because
0: he's <laughs> he's been sensational. He had 17 assists in game one. He had, uh, I want to say he had close to a triple double the night, um, made some clutch shots when they needed it. Um, and you know, they're just taking care of the basketball. They're shooting, uh, really well. Um, Portland can't make a three and it's the classic case of if they can't make threes, they can't win. So They're going to have a game, I feel like, in New Orleans. They'll bounce back and hit threes. But as far as game two went, once I saw what Rondo did in game one, I'm like, man, they're alive again in game two, and I thought six was way too high. So I wasn't surprised to kind of see it crash a little bit at the end and then, uh, you know, the public get back on the Blazers a little bit. But um, the Pelicans, man, I mean, with Rondo and the way Holiday played tonight, I mean, they, they look pretty good. I mean, the problem with them is they don't have a lot of depth. Um, if you'll notice the minute counts and stuff, they went pretty much their five top guys and, and rolled with them pretty much the whole game. Um, I think that's a that's a problem for them moving forward in the next round where they're going to go against teams that have tons of depth.
1: Right. Um, jumping over to the east, your Toronto Raptors held serve at home, which they're supposed to do. Um and I haven't even seen the line yet for that game. It looks like Washington's going to be favored, a short favorite. I don't know. Does anything you see there lead you to believe that Washington's going to win a game?
0: Um, they even though the Raptors would go on runs, uh, you know, the Wizards still kept playing hard in game two. Um, so I, I think in their minds they're going to come out pretty fired up to play game three, um, knowing get one win they can get back in things. Uh, definitely not a game I'm looking to touch as far as the spread goes. Because um, 'cause you're right with the Raptors they're a home they're a home court type of team and that's why getting that one seed was so huge for them. Um but as far as you know uh what they're doing, I mean they're winning with the way they've been winning. You know, they get they get a lot of contributions from everybody and that's that's what's led them to the best record in the Eastern Conference. Um O. J. Newby stepping up, CJ Miles stepping up. Uh, man Fred Van Fleet stepping up I mean they're they're just such a different team than they have been the past couple of years when they couldn't even win a game one they were 0-7 uh, I believe the last four seasons right so we got they got over that hump
1: team. yeah we got past yeah. that one
0: exactly so I, I think they'll they'll take care of the Wizards um knowing the Raptors it's probably going to take them six games still even with a 2-0 lead <laughs> that's just how they roll but uh yeah, I mean they, they look good. They look like they've been you know pretty much all regular season. So um, as long as they don't see LeBron, that they, they they'll be uh, they'll be a tough out for sure.
1: Well, there's the transition that we needed. The true professional that you are, AB. Um, we're going to look ahead to tomorrow's games and the first game, five seventeen, five eighteen in the rotation. Indiana at Cleveland, game two. Mo, what happened to the Cavs in game one? And well, I mean, we, are we looking no, I, at it? I swear I, this has to be a play in game too. What are you thinking?
2: Yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, I think the first, the first day that we actually went into the playoffs, uh, I felt like Indiana was a tough matchup and, and yeah, they, you know, incredibly they are, uh, Cleveland just wasn't making shots, man. Um, you know, Indiana was there defensively, but it just like seemed like Cleveland just, I think they had about 54 points with about three minutes in the third quarter four minutes. I mean, that's, you know, it's uh, not Cleveland-esque, uh, you know, for, for LeBron, but I think eight's pretty too – I mean, it's 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 a large number. Um, I, I feel like it's it should be around six to eight still, even though after the debacle that happened in game one. But I think Indiana's going to come with it. I, I, they can score at an alarming rate, and uh, Cleveland just can't play defense, man. So, I mean, if I had to take a shot, I'd probably take a shot with uh, Indiana plus the eight.
1: I'm actually looking at this, and for people that are familiar with the term, the zigzag theory and the back and forth, whatever you want to call it, in the NBA, especially in the playoffs, it's a tried and true formula. It's not always doesn't always work, but it's just another thing to talk about. I think Cleveland covers this game. Uh, I I thought they played so bad, and like you said, couldn't make any shots. Their their lack of defense is definitely alarming. Um, they don't seem like they have that whatever it is to, to play that interior defense and make it hard to get to the basket or defend the three. So um, all of that being said, I think you see LeBron come back and just own the own the game, take the moment, and carry Cleveland to a win. So I would actually lay the eight because it seems – high, and Indiana won the first game, so I'm going the other way. Al, do you have a side at all on this one?
0: Love Cavs' first half minus five. Um, I feel like they'll come out with a lot of energy to get back in the series. Uh, One thing I want to kind of just briefly speculate on, because you know how I like to look at things about as deep as you can go with some craziness sprinkled in. Um, I'm curious if LeBron is done in Cleveland. Because he mentally just over this and knows the team isn't good. They can't play defense. Indiana got so many easy shots. Um, They just look like a team that didn't belong in the playoffs, quite frankly. I mean, they they look horrible on defense. Just god-awful. So, I I wonder. I mean, I feel like if if the Pacers win game two, stick a fork in this team. It's over. LeBron's already thinking about greener pastures with a different franchise. It's come and gone. Uh, They got no coach. You know, they, they, the, the whole roster is a complete mess. and uh, it, it, blows up, right? you, it blows the whole thing no, up, right?
1: It blows the whole thing up. Oh, for
0: sure. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't do his 40, 15, and 14 pretty much any game in this playoff series, I just don't see them really, you know, putting it together. I mean, he, he has to carry these guys, period. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. I want to say he was minus 17 in game one on the floor. I mean, a superstar of his caliber shouldn't have that kind of a number.
1: Right. Yeah, you may be right. I mean, uh, we'll see in game two. I think, like you said, it will tell the story for a lot of things, not just this series. Um, if if they mail it in and things go south, yeah, it could get ugly. You're right. Um, next game in the Western Conference, Utah at OKC, game two. Uh, Utah came out, played well early, and uh, OKC just kind of took over the game and, you know, got some, some contributions, you know, from someone other than Westbrook. But what do you think game two here, Mo?
2: Well, yeah, man, a uh, playoff P showed up.
1: <laughs> you know, it's hard
2: to – It's hard to to really get by when someone's making eight or nine threes. Yeah, uh, (laughs) in in a game, so you know it's it's, it's, you know it's it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, but it's it's a guy that's capable of doing it, so it's not like it's out of the realm or anything for you know a guy like Paul George to step up. Uh, You know, a big game at home, uh, showing his colors, you know, to the to the home home crowd. It was it was actually fun to watch. Uh, We all agreed on Utah, and uh, you know I'm kind of sticking with it at the time. Right now, still at the time, Uh, Donovan Mitchell. I think he tweaked his ankle. Uh, late in that uh, in that game, it was he didn't want to come out, man. He's playing like a true vet, first year in the league. Yep. Um, you know he's he's great. I, for it's still hard for me to really say. You know Utah on the road is they just look like a team that you know they you know I, I feel like they still overachieved and you know they're playing tough, but you know sometimes talent takes over, man. And you know if OKC can get up, you know six seven points, they can kind of sustain a lead like that with the guys that they have. Uh, you know guys with the ball in their hand like Russell. Uh, Paul Mello and uh, even Stephen Adams under the basket. Uh, I, it's hard for me to say, but I, I still think I, I think OKC covers the game.
1: Yeah, uh, personally, it feels yeah, I think like a series. Again. It feels like a series to me that's gonna the home court is gonna just carry it. It's gonna be one of those six or seven game series that the, the, the home team's gonna win most of the games. And I mean, maybe it'll go seven and all the home teams w- uh, will win their games, and, and that's the way it's gonna go, but I don't know. Uh, um, Utah's such a different team on the road. And I just got to see them, um, like you said, sustain it. Any side here for you, Al? Uh,
0: No, but looking ahead and kind of piggybacking on what you're saying, Game 3, I love the Jazz.
2: Oh, yeah. I think
0: it it blows the thunder out.
1: Yeah. No matter what happens, right? No matter matter what what happens. happens. Yeah, no
0: matter what happens. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, the last game tomorrow night, Minnesota at Houston, game two. Minnesota gave them everything they could handle. Um, the the line is still 10 and a half. total's 214, 214 and a half. Uh, Either one of you, I'll, I'll, I'll defer to you first now. Can Minnesota cover the spread again, let alone maybe have a shot at winning the game?
0: This to me is like Damon Wayne's playing the champion in The Great White Hype, and he showed up with the beer belly. And when it
1: was
2: time <laughs> to turn the lights on,
0: James Harden and company just shut the door on the Wolves. I think they just—they're just on a different level, man. I mean, it. Yeah, they covered and all this, but uh, I mean, the Rockets are the Rockets are great. I mean, they just—they just are. They just have to put it together for a couple more games here. I don't really see the Wolves doing a whole lot. Not telling you to go out late ten because that's just dumb. The Rockets don't care if they win by eleven points, but you know it's one of those. You just stay away from or You
2: play the over.
1: How about you, Mo? Man, I
2: I I think Minnesota can stick around. Man, I, I still think they they can possibly win a game at home. Uh, they won't win this game, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in my opinion. But um, uh, you know, it's, I think Minnesota's in a in a good spot. Uh, you know where they played so well and. You know, James Harden just looks so effortless on offense. It doesn't even look real, man. I mean, I think he put up, what, 44, 44 44-plus. And I I think they're actually in a good spot where they, you know, only lost a close game where Harden had to, you know, kind of show out and do what he does. Um, You know, I I think it gets close to the number. Houston gets out, you know, scores scores quite a bit. But the Minnesota Bulls should be able to uh, (laughs) hang on and and, um, stick around that number, man. So I, I, I think the Wolves are a play. Uh, if not, probably just wait till till they get back home so we can figure out what those numbers are on the okay. way back. All
1: right. Uh, again, I don't I don't really like the game, but if I were to play it, I think I would lay the points with Houston. It feels like one of those like Minnesota had their shot; they were close, they kept the, the, within the number. They're not going to this time. That's the only way I see it. But again, it's no bargain laying ten and a half points in the NBA. So. Well, they only they only gave uh, what did Carl Anthony Towns only had like eight points.
2: I mean, if they give him the ball, I think they have maybe a better shot. They got to
1: give the guy touches, man. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's got to get touches. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking (laughs) of touches, we'll go to Thursday. The Sixers uh, at Miami. The Sixers finally lost the game in Game Two. It was the return of Dwayne Wade, and. the Miami Heat got a big road win. The Sixers are short favorites in Game Three. No Embiid, I don't think he's playing. Miami here, Mo. I'll go to you first. Well, I want
2: to go out first and foremost to say that we were all right on Philly winning by forty or thirty in that first game. In game one, yep. Uh, yeah, they just couldn't they couldn't miss any shots. But I think if if uh, if you weren't Uh, if you were watching the game and you weren't um, excited about D Wade's performance, you're probably not a true uh, NBA or basketball fan. Uh, You know, I watched most of the game and uh, it was just incredible how he took over late, kind of directed the troops. And I think he kept everybody calm after a big loss like that. It only takes a veteran to, you know, keep, keep the guys intact, especially on the road and still win. Uh, You know, where Philly didn't play well, they did actually really, they, they did, but they didn't make a lot of threes. Just kind of live by the three die by the three live by the
1: three die by the three mo you've been yeah. talking about it for three months <laughs> Alan's listening
2: he's hearing me so you can't kick oh, it out man. from the you can't kick it out six feet from the rim to you know a 35 foot three and you know I'm I'm kidding no, <laughs> the, the Raptors have a good chance of doing it they're they're good at that but so um I I like Miami at, at home here uh you know I know Philly uh, they're probably, you know, wanting revenge, you know, stuff like But I, I think Miami actually gets the win here uh, in a in a tough battle. Uh, I'll take the dog here at home.
1: AB, hey, how about you?
0: Oh, man, I, I didn't hear anything after this whole Dwayne Wade man crush. <laughs> so. He's not a real fan. Um, He's not, not a real fan. <laughs> you're a real Dwayne Wade fan. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> oh, man. But, but in, ser- in seriousness, um... This is going to be a great series because one thing uh, that I believe that I pointed out on our first preview of the the NBA playoffs is both these teams are very good defensively. And the Sixers, uh, I mean, I don't know how much you guys saw this game, but in the last three minutes, uh, they had so many horrendous turnovers, man. They they had a chance to be in the game to win the game, and they just made too many dumb errors with just – you know, kind of like almost not freaking out, but just, you know. Inexperienced. Not taking their time. Yeah, I think, it, I think it caught him a little bit on this game offensively. Um, you know, D. Wade's going to have a game like that, I'm sure, here and there. Uh, can he play 35 minutes, you know, the next four games or so? I mean, I don't know if he's going to be able to play at that pace, With I'm sure they're going to be really swarming him on D from now on. Um, but... Yeah, I, I think we're just in for a good series. Uh, if I was going to pick a side here, I'd pick the Sixers just because, you know, they'd won, I forget what it was, like 16 straight games. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were 16. due. They yeah. were due for a loss. So um,
1: They are I fun to they'll, watch, they'll though, friends. aren't they? The Sixers oh, are fun they're, to they're watch.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. You know, and I think we were talking, uh, some guys at work, you know, and it's amazing how effortlessly Ben Simmons can score and he can't shoot. phenomenal how how he that guy i watch him get to the basket he crushes against two guys and then it's like there's a delay in the in the action and he just lays it in right off the rim kind of thing it's 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 outstanding to watch it's very special uh, ability that kid has
1: yeah he's he's smooth to say the least absolutely Mm -hmm. uh we'll skip ahead skip portland new orleans because there's no line um Yet, but there will be the Pelicans will be short favorites. We kind of discussed that briefly, but jump ahead to Golden State and San Antonio. Golden State did what they do at home. Um, I don't. I can't even make a case here for San Antonio. I just. I. I just think that talk about a team that looks done. They look done. Who knows what Kawhi's doing? Pop's talking about you know, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and talking about in terms of what he think he wishes Kawhi would do. I, I don't know what's going on there, but Golden State's minus three. This one looks so easy that I'm actually scared. Uh, A.B., Can Santa, is this the game San Antonio is going to win in this series?
0: Absolutely. The yeah. Spurs are winning game three for sure. Yep. That's. This is the kind of game, they're back home. Warriors have a nice, comfortable two-zero 0 lead. Um, that building's going to be loud. They want to beat the Warriors. You know, this is the, the, the soldier that's bleeding on the battlefield that's going to get off his knee and go to work. And I think Pops will just have this team ready to play. They're going to get, I'm sure, a few calls. Um, I just see them winning outright by, like, 10 points in this game.
1: Wow, reverse action play. For those of you that have access to it, that's a big number right there. If you can get a ten-point win by a three-point dog, you can call off for the rest of the week. That's a nice. That's a grip right there, boys. That is a
0: grip. Just, re- just remember to bet it in scales, people.
1: Three and a half, five and a half, seven and a half. You know. Uh, Mo, are you on board with that uh, theory?
2: It's a sick pleaser action in reality. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. It's a sick pleaser.
1: <laughs> I, um,
2: man, it's, you know, I, I just want San Antonio to win a game. That's just a personal thing. Um, <laughs> I just haven't really been a big Golden State fan. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know what to make of it. I think Pop kind of said it the best. You know, you can come out with all the intensity and, you know, the physicality and stuff like that, but it's about putting the ball in the basket and San Antonio has a hard time doing that. I think on the road, you know, it, it, it's a little bit worse for them. I think here they, they have a little bit more success. But I want to introduce you to a guy, Kevin Durant. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I think he's on a I think he's on a mission again, man. I, Clay's kind of started off hot, but I think Kevin Durant he has a big game here, and uh, where San Antonio actually is in the game, it, it's going to be around that that point spread. I think Kevin Durant kind of, you know, yanks them out of a, a bad deal and uh, and they win by about you know five or six points. I think Golden State wins on the road, and uh, you know, kind of ultimately shuts the door on uh pop Spurs.
1: Wow. All right. Well, I, again, it looks too easy, and when it looks too easy, I'm going to go the other way. I'm with Al here, and I think this will be the game that San Antonio wins because it looks like they have no shot of winning. So uh, we'll jump back to hockey here, boys, real quick. uh, we got about 15 minutes left in the show. Um, The first game tomorrow, pittsburgh is playing the Flyers. The Penguins lead the series 2-1. We got a somewhat of a short number on the Penguins, minus 140. And there was a lot of hope and a lot of dreams crushed in Game 3 in Philadelphia. And I don't know if you guys heard this, but the Flyers in the building took cutout pictures of Sidney Crosby and put them in the urinals. In all yeah, of the bathrooms. Do you believe that? You're, you're in okay kick, actually.
2: Wow. <laughs> and he yeah, said no, it's I not the that. first
1: time that that's happened. Uh, so, this is a real rivalry. These teams hate each other. The fan bases hate each other even more. I lived it for a long time. The Penguins couldn't win a game in Philadelphia growing up. And they got over that hump. The Flyers take too many stupid penalties. The Penguins are going to win uh, game three. Game 4 and probably close it out in Game 5, but expect a lot of fisticuffs, expect a lot of shenanigans from the Flyers. They can't help themselves, that's the way they play. Um, If you saw the game tonight, the, the Knights and the Kings, they combined for three penalties total. The Kings had one, the Knights had two. The Knights are really one of the most, on top of everything else they do well, they are so disciplined, and I don't know if it starts with Gallant, but they don't take penalties, and penalties can decide a playoff game. Give a team one extra power play, it doesn't end well. So uh, anybody got a thought on Pittsburgh and Philadelphia? Lay it. Lay it. Mo? I think it's
2: just going to go ove. this over. This might be a terrible take, but I think it's going to fly over. It's just going to soar so high. Oh, man. Penguins, Penguins are going to at least put four in the net. So I, that's what I, I just – I'm going to go on that alone
1: if anybody wants to listen. Tonight was the regression to the mean as far as the NHL playoffs with the games going under. Um, I mean, the Kings and and, uh, Knights have been under every game. One push, three unders. But in general, the refs are calling penalties. And in years past, the refs put the whistles in the pocket, didn't call penalties. So we have games where we're seeing a lot of goals. And I mean, going on to the next game, Tampa, New Jersey – Al, you were all over it. You said New Jersey was going to be live, and they played great in Game 3. Do they continue this role and win Game 4 at home as another – they're about plus 130 as a dog.
2: They're,
0: they're back, baby, because Corey Schneider's back in net. And that's yeah. going to, to me, make the difference. I think he's finally healthy. Um, the Devils still got to play better defense uh, to win on the road in Tampa. But having him back in net, getting a win under his belt, hopefully – he can regain that form that he had for a couple years when the devils were just terrible on defense. Uh, And he was still putting up pretty quality numbers for a goaltender that was facing all the shots he was facing. Um, So I think they still are, I think they're still in it, man. I mean, game four is huge. They, they got to make sure they, they they even this thing up because they know they got to win you know, they'd have to win two on the road at Tampa. And I just don't think they got enough firepower to do that. uh, You know, down three, one.
1: Okay, yeah, I th- I think they're le- definitely live here in Game Four, um, and that's this total six. Mo, we going over again here? Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have much of a tape.
2: <laughs> over. I, no, I think uh, I'm just siding with Alan on Devils because I said I was going to play it when he already gave it out when the okay. playoffs began. So I'm going to side with Allen on on Devils uh taking the plus. So uh you know go go uh, go Devils no doubt.
1: All right. We go to Colorado for the next game. The Predators, the big bad Predators 4 to 1 to win the cup. The, the odds on favorite lost the game uh on the road and the number comes bigger. They're minus 170 in game Oof. 4. On the road, you don't really ever see this too much in, in the NHL in the playoffs, but that is a big number. I'll go first. I think that was a wake-up call for the Predators, and I'm not a big advocate of laying a 170 price, but the Predators are winning this game. I think so. Al, any thoughts?
0: Um, I think if you play anything, and I, I don't recommend this because you know my whole thing about $1.50 – uh, it's kind of where I usually draw my money limit, but I, I like the abs maybe plus a goal and a half. Mm-hmm. I think the thing with them is they, every single game they've played, including the two they lost, they just don't go away. Nope. And that The predators are just like, man, like we can't put them away. Like they go up a goal and it's tied. They go up two goals. Now they cut it to one. And then like, I mean, it's been, it's been really good hockey. I mean, the abs are like, we got nothing to lose. They're playing with that. Uh, level of intensity and and just you know they seem like they're having a good time out there, so um, I would think the Preds figure out a way to win this one just on the basis of you don't want a team like this to hang around because if they start believing bad things can happen.
1: Oh yeah, they're one when they start believing and you don't put them away. They're one you know puck bounce hit a post one big hit away one bad line change away from. Winning a game and swinging a series. I mean, it's that close. The the NHL playoffs are so good because of, you know, there's no pushovers. There's no, you know, Golden State winning every game in the first round. There's no, um, well, the NBA playoffs actually have been pretty good so far in that respect. But (laughs) in years past, it's not like that
0: right speaking of pucks bouncing that horrendous goal in double overtime to end that classic between the jackets and the capitals oh man tough way to lose the game at home but i jackets will bounce back game four they're they're on it they're gonna they're gonna put the they're gonna put their uh, boot on the on the neck of the capitals in game four
1: we'll see what the capitals are made of for sure they got a break and they got to win save the season I don't know if they believe, yep. though. I don't know if they believe. The Blue Jackets <laughs> believe. There's no doubt the Blue Jackets believe. And I know everybody in Pittsburgh is rooting for the Blue Jackets because the Penguins would have home ice. And I keep telling, like I talked yeah. to my boys there today, I said, hey, the Blue Jackets can beat the Penguins, fellas. I said, "I the, we know the Capitals can't beat the Penguins. They haven't been able to do it for years. But, right. uh, yeah, the Blue Jackets, uh, if they get game four – it's as close to being a wrap as it could be, and they will be a nice price against the Penguins. You're right. They're they're definitely live. Uh, I still don't
0: even think Bob is locked in yet either. And if that guy gets locked in, man,
1: look out. Yeah, he'll play like Flurry. Yep. That's it. I mean, if, yep. if he gets locked in, it's over. Last game tomorrow, Anaheim-San Jose. We talked about it briefly at the beginning of the show. San Jose is a hefty minus 180. Uh, the total's only five. Uh, big big juice on the over. Ah, oh, man. Sharks, I-, I don't know. Again, years past, this is an autoplay for me. Team gets embarrassed, 8-1. It's usually a, a not a bench clear, but there's some gloves dropped and some messages sent uh, going into game four. It doesn't really happen that way anymore, but I don't know. I think you take, this would be a game I would take the puck line uh, with the with the Ducks, if not just the money line. I think they're going to keep it close, and I think you get their best effort of the series. If you don't, they're done. That's it. Uh, you think a sweep here, Al? Uh,
0: no, I kind of lean towards you, uh, especially with the total being five and you're getting plus 160. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the Sharks don't need the game, so – um, you know, I guess you could look at it that they might need it on the basis that their their opponent just swept the other team. But uh, you know, it's it kind of like the Kings really were out playing the uh, the Knights early, and uh, you just saw after ten minutes, I think they started going, man, we just can't just can't break through on these guys. So, um, yeah, I'd say if anything, I'd probably play the under, just because right. there've been so many goals, it seems like in this series from the Sharks, especially.
1: Yeah, it's a tough spot. It's a, the price is right. I mean, you, you if you want to take the Sharks to you know win the series, you have to pay a pre- premium price and sweeps right. are so hard and we saw it tonight. The Kings did outplay them. They outshot the Knights tonight. Um, Flurry was the difference. You know, they got the one goal they needed and he uh he withstood the storm and they won. I'm not so sold on Mark Jones for uh the Sharks doing that, but we'll see. The Sharks look great. Getting Kane at at the deadline or late in the season when they did, he's kind of transformed that team, energized them a little bit. They look good. It's going to be a hell of a series if the Knights end up playing the Sharks. Uh, more good hockey yep. to watch. Well, all right, boys. We got uh, a few minutes left. I want to jump into some baseball. Mo, you, you picking these Red Sox? They got the best record in baseball, fourteen and two, and I think they haven't been rained out yet. So. I, it's a double-edged sword. They just keep scoring runs and avoiding the weather. What do you think about these Red Sox? Man, you know, I, uh, I, I'm i
2: pretty hurt that they lost that game to the Yankees, man, because that rollover ticket would be just incredibly live. Right. And we wouldn't have taken any money out, I can guarantee it. Although you guys would be like, you should just take a little out. I'd be like, no, nah, that's ridiculous. Let's just keep rolling it. No, they uh, they are, yeah, I mean, they're they're playing like the best. They are the best right now. Uh, they got to our boy Otani. I know that's my my, my uh, Allen's boy. Um, no doubt, he always tells me at work. Anytime we get the chance to watch him, uh. I enjoyed watching him
0: pitch. I enjoyed watching him pitch today.
2: Oh, for what? That one and a half innings?
0: Yeah, yeah. When he gave up coming runs three, three in the first inning.
1: Yeah, he didn't have his best stuff. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then he got uh, the infamous blister, so they had to take him out. But no, yeah, man. Nah,
2: yeah. Did they get a picture of that picture?
1: I haven't it seen happen. it yet. I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, yeah you I know mean, what happened. What you know what happened? The other
0: guys, the other guys weren't wearing A's jerseys.
1: Oh. <laughs> or Royals
2: jerseys, or Royal. yeah, Ah, that's correct. Right. That sounds yeah, about yeah. right.
1: Yeah, that's fine. That's
2: fine. <laughs> uh, Ch- change of attire is where they got where they got where uh, they got them there.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> then get they can get them a rally monkey. They'll be all right. <laughs> yeah well hey apparently they sold out angel stadium and it's still april so that's a good thing sure you know so yep yep there's yep, some, yep. There's good some for baseball, hype there no doubt yeah, good for baseball i mean they finally got to playing in some some warm weather places i mean it snowed in pittsburgh it rained out a whole series in chicago minnesota i mean some of these teams can't even get on the field
2: um actually, actually for uh the red sox the uh anyone who's listening, the contestants, they got a win. That's a big win for uh, uh, for anybody that voted on the Red Sox, uh, you know, to possibly get the sweep to get paid out, man. So I was kind of happy about that as well.
1: I know I have to start my personal rollover ticket on Tuesdays. I cannot win a game on a Monday. I'm no longer putting a game in on a Monday. I, I, I had the Brewers. The Brewers are going to win every game the rest of the week, boys. I'm telling you right yeah. now they want tonight, and they're going to win The rest of the week. They play Cincinnati, they play (laughs) Miami. Don't be surprised if it's a five game winning streak starting tonight. I'm just telling you that right now. Of course, I don't have them because I can't win a game on a Monday. So we're starting my rollover ticket on Tuesdays from now on. When you send me the reminder, Al, send it to me on Tuesday, please. (laughs) (laughs) Just for for the record,
0: just for the record record to uh, dig that knife, I believe you are 0 1 on Tuesdays.
1: Oh well, uh, we got to go back and see because I yeah, know, I got to go back to the records. I've done. I know I haven't won a game on a Monday yet, so I got to go to the stats. Yeah, we got to go look. Um, <laughs> I haven't
0: either. I haven't either. My my game got rained out, or it was a loser on Monday.
2: So oh. I hear you. Allen yeah. hit two games in one day. I feel like that That's should it, be plotted. That should be on worth something, right? Yeah, that should at least be talked about for a moment. I thought them coming back. I was like, this is an incredible moment. Uh, underrated <laughs> moment, so
1: big <laughs> for Allen right there. I did like that. I was good there. I like the Mets out. <laughs> the Mets are off to a nice start. They're twelve and four, best record in the National League, along with the Diamondbacks. Um, they can they sustain this?
0: Health is always their question, man. That's 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 the long and the short of it. They gotta they gotta stay healthy in the pitching staff. If they do, man. They're really dangerous. I mean the rotation they'll have in a postseason would be just phenomenal. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, why I liked them. I thought they, they had a great shot to be uh, make some noise in the NL where I think that you're going to have some, you know, quote-unquote powerhouse-type teams that I felt like were going to fall back a little bit, you know, speaking of the Dodgers.
1: Wow, 6-9 start for the Dodgers. Uh, is Kershaw winless? Yes, Kershaw's winless at some big prices. If you lay Kershaw so far this season, hoping to bet every one of his starts and make money, you're in a deep hole here. Um, the yeah. Diamondbacks are 12 and four. The Rockies are 11 and eight. The the standings there in that division are, you know, top heavy. Everything kind of looks already. Other than the National League Central, looks like it's going to go pretty much the rest of the way. Um, I don't know. Real quick, you guys got about a minute each. First, you know, two weeks of baseball. Any particular takes other than all the all the damn rainouts? I'll go to you first, though. the. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead, Mo. No, jump in there, Mo. You got something <laughs> go. going.
2: No, I uh, just fade the White Sox. <laughs> That's if
1: anyone all. Has a clue about what's going on. You don't even
2: need to know anything. Just keep doing that, and I think you'll be fine. So that's probably like my best take. Your
1: boy Frank yeah, is, a, is, is getting on Twitter around us about that fade the White Sox. I saw that tonight.
2: I think when I told him that thing about the two field goal clanks, he didn't like that. So <laughs> I don't know if he ever listened to cast considerations, but I can say all right now. I do apologize. I meant literally by it. I uh, thought it was funnier than more of an insult, but you know, I didn't get a response. So
1: get your resume ready. Man. Yeah, you better shine. Oh yeah, get I'll, your shine oh, yeah. box. You better get your shine box, Mo. <laughs> Big trouble, brother.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, oh the man. The shine box is coming out.
1: <laughs> the shine box is coming out. Oh, dude, that was incredible. Oh, that's good. Dave. days. Oh, yeah. AB, you got about yeah, 30 yeah. seconds. Any, any takes you want to lead up here uh, or close the show with?
0: Uh, just the Red Sox are great, uh, the Mets are for real, and uh, that's about it. All
1: right, boys, as always, a pleasure. Uh, listeners of the show, thank you, and continue to follow along. Follow us on Twitter at Cash Considering. I'll retweet the picks. Hopefully we can get them right so you can retweet them more than once or twice. Thank goodness Mo is hot because A.B. and I have not been yet. But we will get there. We will get there. Milwaukee's going to win every game the rest of the week. Start your own rollover ticket. If you didn't start it today, start it tomorrow. Four or five in a row there. Um, Give us a, a rating on iTunes. And that's it, boys. Thanks again for joining us. This has been the Cash Considerations Podcast. Go Knights! Go Knights, go!